Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties, in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics, present Big Talk on Little Rock, a deeper look inside Little Rock Trojan Athletics. Now, here is your host of Big Talk on Little Rock, the voice of Little Rock women's basketball, Trey Schaap. Welcome back to another edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. Big Talk on Little Rock now available for listening on your iPhone, iPad, Android, tablet, PC, Amazon Echo device, Roku, or in your car through the Apple Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify apps. I am Trey Shep, joined by Little Rock Trojans head swimming and diving coach Amy Burgess. And Amy, first of all, thanks so much for sitting down with us. Yeah, thanks for having me, Trey. So swimming and diving, not a lot of schools have this sport, but Little Rock is one that has it. Yeah, there, there's actually quite a few that do. Um, it's kind of a crazy. So when I started, we were part of the Sun Belt. Um, but that's when you had Western Kentucky, Florida Atlantic, Florida Atlantic, uh, Denver was in here. And it was great. It was a really good, one of the top mid-major swimming conferences in the country. And then as things shuffled around, um, there was no swimming. So we were very fortunate in the Missouri Valley adopted us, I like to say. But we became affiliate members for them. And at the time, it was a great fit. It still is. Um, there's a lot of opportunity for us, um, even, you know, the footprint of the Missouri Valley. We're kind of the southernmost with northern Iowa being at the top. You're going into your 13th season as head coach of Little Rock's swimming and diving program. Give me a little bit of looking into the future, if you will. Obviously, with COVID, we don't know when we're going to get to swim and dive, but potentially we will this uh, this season. How does the team look? How is it shaping up? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we had the longest spring break ever and uh, the springtime for us, uh, we were limited with the NCAA for eight hours. Um, so we really focus a lot on kind of our, our we call it dry land training. Um, but we, we get a lot of the weight room strength and conditioning in, um, but it's really an opportunity for us to, to ramp up, um, you know, kind of across the board. And so for us, we didn't get that. And swimming, unlike some sports, you know, track you can go run anywhere basketball you can find a hoop um, a pool was difficult and so the the girls were out for a couple of months really without any water and so for us um, you know coming back we have one of our strongest freshman classes we've ever recruited coming in and we, you know it's very exciting but it is this kind of pacing as we go and so we just started back in the water yesterday so we're real excited to kind of see how they all develop, but we're, we're using this opportunity to go back to the basics, you know, kind of fine tune some strokes where everybody feels weird and different. Um, but yeah, kind of across the board, it's been an interesting few months. What's the difference in dry land training and in the water training? Yeah. So it's kind of a funny swimming term because right, most things, but it's just anything that we do out of the water. So our weights, our strength and conditioning, um, you know, some of our cardio, just plyometric stuff that we'll do, um, just to kind of keep us, we're not the greatest on land. We're not notorious for being great land athletes. Um, and so it really challenges them physically and mentally, um, but it kind of just helps them to expand their, um, abilities. When you look at it, and you spoke earlier about the fact that FAU and, and Denver had swimming programs when uh, they were members of the Sunbelt along with Western Kentucky, I could see Florida Atlantic having swimming. Mm -hmm. Yes, because yes. you're in Florida. It's <laughs> nice and everything. Denver, okay, you do it indoors. I could see that. But Bowling Green, Kentucky? Yeah, and Western Kentucky was one of the tops in, the, um, in our conference. So it was kind of Denver and Western Kentucky would battle it out every year. And it was, um, yeah, they were had a great program. Um, their facility was adequate. Uh, they had men and women swim teams. So. I see it when the women's basketball team goes to Appalachian State and they're playing basketball at 3,300 feet above sea level. 
when you go to a mile high in Denver? Do you have to adjust how you put your team together because of the altitude? Does it affect you even in the water up there? Yeah, definitely. You know, obviously breathing is a challenging aspect of swimming. If anybody has ever learned to swim, I'm always like breathing is the hardest part to figure out. Um, And and it does. When you go up to altitude, it is crazy how you can't hold your breath and you just get fatigued a little bit faster. So we, um, you know, we'll do, we do just in general training, a lot of hypoxic training where we are focusing and and expanding those lungs out to try and increase our lung capacity per se. I think a lot of people think of swimming as, okay, it's an Olympic sport and Michael Phelps. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're real popular every four years. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But there are also some good female swimmers as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Katie Ledecky is kind of the big buzz one now. She's the, the new Michael Phelps. Um, and so it's neat to, to kind of have that. And it's definitely something that, you know, the girls love and admire and, and look up to. And it's a pretty cool, cool thing. Yeah, we've never had a, you know, Katie's the closest to a Michael Phelps as a celebrity that we've had. Now, you swam at Kansas. You were a captain and set school records in the 200 free and the 400 free relay. Take me back to that time at, at Kansas and, and what made you want to be a part of that team and then excel like you did. Yeah, so I'm I'm originally from Central Arkansas. I actually grew up swimming for the Arkansas Dolphins, which trained I've out heard of, of our them. facility. Yeah, yeah. and um, I was very fortunate to swim for Coach Paul Blair. And he back then, you know, we had the internet, but we didn't have this like social media could really see. And so it was a lot of it on your recruiting visit. You know, it was going and meeting the coach and hanging out with the team and to really get your feel. And when I went up there, it felt like home. You know, it felt like what we had here in Little Rock. We were a really close-knit club team, um, you know, with real good traditions and values. And and you got that sense when you went into Lawrence. So now that you're at Little Rock and obviously growing up here, you know a lot about it. How do you recruit kids to come here? Yeah, and and that's been, you know, kind of one of our bigger challenges. When I took over the program, we were not really, we didn't have a lot of funding. Um, We did not have very many scholarships, and so that was a a struggle. And so over the years, as the university has grown and offered more opportunities for out-of-state kids, that's been really beneficial for us. Um, One of my favorite things to do, because a lot of the Arkansas swimmers swim out of our facility, is to get them on a visit and change their mind. They're like, this is not what I thought. This isn't what, you know, I expected. I'm like, exactly. And so... What my experience at Kansas taught me was that that team aspect. And so that's really what sells it. I mean, we have developed great culture, great traditions, and um, these girls have all been a part of something. It's each year we've been growing and developing and, you know, cleaning up record books and, and leaving their mark. And so they, they get that sense, like, when they come. And so coming on a visit, I mean, Little Rock can sell itself. It's this hidden jewel. And so it's a lot of fun to, to bring them in and show them. You know, we love our Texas girls that come in. They're like, trees. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And now, but in this pandemic, it's had to have been – a little extra tough recruiting because of the fact that you're not really allowed to have much contact yeah. with them. Yep. So it's a lot of phone, you know, um, FaceTime, Zoom stuff. We've um, kind of setting up one of the things we're trying these next few weekends. We're doing what we call them virtual visits. So we're setting up meetings and, you know, asking some of the girls on the team if they want to join, they can hop on so the girls can chat because um, that's the biggest thing they're losing to me is that team interaction. Um, but, yeah, and then we're going to have, you know, our academic support services on there, strength and conditioning. So we're kind of setting up just mini little visits um, for these girls. Our sports informations have done a fantastic job with a explore page that's been really helpful. Um, 
Um, but yeah, it, it's putting a lot of pressure on these kids. You know, they, they feel the need to make a decision and they're getting pressure from all angles. And you, at this point, we're like, you, you got to decide without coming on a trip. So, um, you know, we've got a few internationals on the team. And so we tell them, hey, they do it all the time. But um, it's going to be an interesting year to see how it all kind of pans out in the end. And Little Rock swimming and diving, uh, when you, you, you're not a member of the Sun Belt now, so it's kind of different because you have to play by the rules of the conference that you're in, and that's the Missouri Valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so we're, you know, and as a school, because we're all here and we're all living in this environment together, uh, we're kind of doing a little hybrid. So we're, we're kind of going with the Sun Belt. Um, they're very similar as far as the the regulations and the, you know, the testing protocols and all that stuff. And Mm -hmm. so for us not being in season yet, it's a little bit lower. I think as a winter sport, there's this hold to kind of see how these fall sports proceed until there's really that like next step to see what to do. We're going to take a break. This segment brought to you by Jason's Deli. We'll take a break, come back with more with Amy Burgess here on Big Talk on Little Rock. Stay with us. In sports, success is measured in points, wins, and trophies. At Shelter Insurance, we measure success in the quality of our products and services, in how we support our communities, in being there when you need us most, and the occasional trophy, like the one from J.D. Power for highest customer satisfaction among auto insurers in the central region. Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. For J.D. Power 2019 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Arrow Coach Lines is ready to take you and your group on your next trip. Whether it's one day to Oakland or one week to Florida, Arrow Coach Line will meet your needs. 47 to 56 passenger coaches are available for charter service. Our motor coaches come equipped with DVD systems and internet access is available. We have added a new 16-passenger Sprinter van to our fleet, which is ideal for local service or airport transfers. Call 663-6002. Arrow Coach Lines, a family-owned and operated business for over 65 years. Welcome back to Big Talk on Little Rock, sitting down with Little Rock Swimming and Diving head coach Amy Burgess. Amy, you've got a new assistant coach coming to the team this year, Matthew Gearing, coached at Indiana. Tell us a little bit about Matthew. Yeah, Matthew's got a unique story. Um, so he was at Queens University before Indiana. That's where he got his undergrad and started coaching right away. Um, kind of went day one into Queens office and said, I want to coach. And was in this really unique setting in Charlotte where there was also a professional team. Um, David Marsh is a huge uh, coaching name in our swimming community, and he also worked with them. And so he had this great background of working with these pro athletes, and, and then that took him and got him up to Indiana. And so, yeah, it's, it's been great. He's really going to come in and, I think, just give everybody that new energy. And you know, every time you get a new assistant, it's learning the new culture, and it's, but it's blending in that as well. And so his experience is going to really help us to kind of move up in the conference ranks this year. And You spoke school. earlier about the fact that um, – you didn't have many numbers when you first took over this team. Mm-hmm. But I look here, you're ha- you have 12 new freshmen this season. That's up from 22 on the team to now 36. I mean, th- this is a huge team now, isn't it? Yes, it is. And, um, you know, it's a lot with wrestling. When wrestling came in, that was something for Title IX that we needed to. And, and it's pretty typical that around swimming across the country um, to kind of carry – bigger roster numbers and so we jumped on board you know we took advantage of that and um, like I said it's been it's been fun it's a lot of freshmen they had a lot last year a lot this year but um, it's such new energy you know coming into the team and like I said very talented classes that are really going to just kind of help turn the program 
So y'all are at every wrestling match cheering as much yeah, as you can. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, and it is. They, the Hatcher Center is just next door to us, right. which has been huge. Um, we share an athletic trainer, so we get to kind of learn. It's been really cool to learn about wrestling last year. It's a neat I was going to say it's a, it's a different sport, but seeing it set up in the Jack Stevens Center, the octagon mm-hmm. that he has that Coach Arisman has set up is, is pretty cool. It is, it is, you know, and it's a neat, it, it's a neat selling point. You know, it's really cool to talk to, to recruits even and just say, hey, have you ever been to a wrestling match? You know, and it's this kind of new, new energy. And so it's been a lot of fun. And like I said, it's nice to have them over in that kind of same athletic facility as us mm-hmm. because the pool is, we're not, we're offices are near others and we share weight room, but we're kind of by ourselves, And so it's nice to have them close by as well. What if they want to come swim? And oh, they just have. jump in the pool. They have. We've we've seen them in there treading water. Coach Ayersman makes them tread some water. It's kind of impressive. I'm always like, to... do you want some tips? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two school records that uh, your team broke last year, including the oldest one left standing here mm-hmm. at Little Rock. What were those? Uh, the two hundred butterfly and the hundred breaststroke. And so the hundred breaststroke was actually a hot commodity. We had um, we had a really strong breaststroke group over the last several years, and that hundred breast, I can't tell you, there's three or four girls that were out to get it. And so when Anya came in last year, um, didn't really we we knew she did a little breaststroke, but that wasn't what we had focused on. And she kind of was just as the year went on, we were like, hey, let's let's give it a shot. And she just flourished. That was what she loved and so she nailed that and then fair was our other freshman the tuner fly um and amber kelly swam for me years ago who held that record and i needed that record off just because amber was a that she went out faster than i think her lifetime best and died if you've ever seen anybody just tank a fly race they go from horizontal to vertical very quickly so it was almost like sinking like the titanic exactly yeah (laughs) what's the difference in the strokes i i i I, i'm I watch swimming, obviously, like every four every years uh-huh. in the Olympics, but I, I've tried it before when I'm in a pool, but I just, some, some of the strokes I don't get, I don't get the breaststroke. Yeah. I, for some reason, or no, the butterfly is the toughest one. Yeah. I, I cannot do the butterfly We always whatsoever. say butterfly requires the most strength, right? And that's what you see Michael Phelps doing. That's what he outtouches folks in. That's his, mm-hmm. his forte. Um, yeah, butterfly's the toughest, the mo- requires the most strength, and then breaststroke is the most complicated with the frog kick and the arms and the timing. And is, all that. Is, is there something in the water, like video cameras or something, to make sure that you're doing the strokes correctly? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you'll see coaches use GoPros. There's all sorts of different camera systems. Um, we use simply an iPhone and a, a hit case, it's called, with a wide camera lens and a, a selfie stick, and that's kind of our easiest way to do it. But, yeah, they've got all sorts of fun, fancy tools out there that – and then let's switch to the diving aspect mm-hmm. of it because you go up to how many meters as the highest? Ten meters? Ten meters. And we don't have plat- our, our conference right. we compete in platform diving. Okay. But, yeah, ten meters. And the, the funny thing about diving is you'll see the platforms, and you actually dive all of those in platforms. So it depends. Higher up you go, the degree of difficulty goes, and that's how you factor in the scores. <laughs> but springboard uh-huh. is what you use. Yep for the team in conference yeah one and three meter is is what we do so we've got two divers this season uh, mike bailey's our diving coach he's been at part of the program for most of his life he dove here in the 70s um kind of has been in and out he got his master's degree in smu and coached there and he's really the guy the go-to guy in central arkansas if you're ever interested in diving the only thing i know about diving is you don't want a cannonball you don't yep. want a can opener you want to have the smallest splash possible yep uh-huh make everything tight yep 
I could not do that. I I would not be good at that. (laughs) Let's talk academics because obviously these are student athletes and uh, 2020, you were the scholar All-American team. Yeah. Yeah. So we obviously, um, I wish I was graduating professional swimmers, um, but the girls are here to get a degree. And that's one of the great things about our university is the opportunity to to get an education and then to get that experience. Um, One of the things we sell a lot is these how many of our our young women get internships and job opportunities whether it be in central arkansas or around the country um kind of from going to school and and getting that degree so that's really that's our big focus and the the team really puts themselves in that i'm very fortunate with swimming (laughs) and 90 percent of your team had a 3.0 or better in the spring of 2020 Mm -hmm. which was just a, a, a tough spring no matter what you say even without covid it was a tough spring. Mm-hmm. Um, a team GPA of 3.62. It's the third best in the entire athletic department here. And I know how much that this these teams want to compete in having the best <laughs> GPA. We really do. It, it's it's kind of fun. You know, we, we always kind of bash on women's golf. We're like, oh, they just have so few. But, um, but it is. And I think that's the culture that we have in Little Rock Athletics. That's so great. Um, you know, because the reality is the percentage of kids that are going to go off and be professional is slim. And so you put that importance on – you know, getting that degree and, and doing it well. And they, they carry that over into their, you know, their athletes. And mm-hmm. that's the competitiveness in them that comes out. 83% of the team were uh, members of the Missouri Valley Conference Honor Roll. That's 25 of your team members. And then nine of the Trojans were named 2020 Missouri Valley Conference Scholar Athlete to that scholar athlete mm-hmm. team that has to please a coach oh absolutely yeah and, it, and I like the way the Missouri Valley does it um, they've got this strictly academic and then they uh, they have the one that that factors in your athletic as well whether it be if you swim well in the pool you don't have to have so high academics and if you don't you know don't swim so well in the pool and your academics are high you kind of can still get the balance and I really like that it really shows the student and the athlete perspective this segment of big talk on little rock was brought to you by highland dairy we're sitting down with amy burgess head swimming and diving coach we'll be back with more after this from triple s alarm stay with us security needs to be at the top of the list when it comes to your family home and lifestyle it all starts with our security system which lets you add control of lights door locks thermostats and more in addition to dimming a light locking a door or adjusting the thermostat You can combine all of these to work with the press of one button on your keypad or phone. It's state-of-the-art security that fits into your lifestyle and your life. Give us a call today to learn more. Triple S Alarm, 501-664-4599. At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own. To seize opportunity, to anticipate rather than react. To deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world and to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Welcome back to Big Talk on Little Rock. Amy Burgess, head swimming and diving coach, is our guest this time on Big Talk on Little Rock. Amy, let's let's go back to when you first found out about COVID and, and how everything started shutting down. How difficult was that conversation with your, your ladies? Yeah, it was um, it was such a crazy, crazy is the word I keep going back to even now. And it was, you know, one day you start hearing about it. And so they're coming in asking questions. And for me as a coach, 
you want answers, right? You want to fix things. You want to, to make things better. And it was so unknown. You know, you're going, oh, I don't know. And yes, it's likely we'll go online. And, and it was every single day we were having a meeting um, before we got in the water. And it was just kind of the, I don't know, but here's this story. There's this angle. There's this angle we could do. And, and it was tough. Um, you know, at the time, I think we were fortunate it was before spring break. So it kind of gave us that feeling of, okay, well, they'll go home for a few weeks and then they'll come back. And when they didn't, it was that, transition. I really felt like after spring break, it was like, okay, what can we do? How can we do this? So we team meetings and the, and the individual, the one-on-ones trying to keep that. Um, we, we really worked on team culture, talking about, you know, kind of where we wanted to go once this is, when we make it through this and, and where the future is. And so kind of keeping that future focus, I think mm-hmm. helped them. Um, and then we came, you know, sharing ideas. There were girls sharing workouts and kind of challenging each other as we went through. And that really helped as well. When you look at everything that transpired and happened and for them to still be able to concentrate on schoolwork mm-hmm. has to please a coach. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so fortunate. That's such a huge component of our recruiting. And like I said, our team values. And so for me, it was that checking in with them, you know, and that kind of accountability. And that's what they, that's what we got the sense of was, oh, I mean, need, you know, I have to remember, I have to, I'm like, Hey, we can send you a text. We can do this. And so it is, it's the, when they got done at the end of the semester, it really was like, okay, how's this going to go? Are we going to, did we survive? Did we make it? And when you saw it, you just, yeah, it beamed. I mean, you know, head to toe, just excitement that they really made the best of the situation and, and thrived. The pool here at the Donaghy Student Center that you guys utilized for your meets here, what, what's it like? Is it one of the better pools that, that you guys see yeah, on, on, well, in, in it is. competing? Yeah, so we do have one of the better facilities in the Missouri Valley. Um, we actually have one. There's only two indoor 50-meter pools, so Olympic size. When you hear Olympic size, that's 50 meters is what they compete in. And us in Fayetteville are the only ones indoors in the state. There's a few outdoor, and so they're just utilized in the summertime. But, yeah, it's a we have a great facility. It's um, – for us, especially with a single gender program, it's great pool space, especially during COVID. We're very safe and can separate everybody out um, safely. We've been told that the chlorine kills COVID like six times over. So we're like, it's the safest place to be. But um, just don't drink it. They just don't drink it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, so we're, we're real fortunate in our facility. And, um, you know, like I said, it's, we wish we could host meets, but we don't have the seating. So that was one thing. Um, Richard Turner, who was the former coach, when he was part of the designing process and budget cuts were coming in, we are so thankful he kept water and got rid of the seating. Um, for us at the college level, it works great um, for our dual meets and some of the smaller invitationals we host um, because spectators are um, can make it work. But yeah, if it came to a conference championship or a sectional meet, something like that, we couldn't couldn't quite get there. I bet that that place gets pretty loud in a duel, though. Doesn't oh yeah, it? it does, and that and that's what's exciting. You know, I think it's uh, the thing I love about college swimming is swim meets are a lot shorter. If you've for anybody out there that's ever gone to a club swim meet, it can be a full day process, or even a summer league um, here in Central Arkansas is pretty strong with the Castle League, and and so it's it's. It's neat to see all the different events that go through our facility, but it's a really great setting for a college meet. And they're quick and they're fun. And usually when it's just us and another team, um, you know, the girls particularly just are light lit up. They're cheering constantly. And we start with a relay, which is always exciting. Then we go to our longest event, the thousand free. So it's kind of neat to see them keep the momentum rolling. I asked you earlier about recruiting ladies to your program. I'm going to give you a chance here to, to sell your pitch because there might be some future swimmers that pick up this podcast and listen to it. So 
Yeah. How would you how would you try to get them in to be a part of Little Rock's yeah, team? Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely a program for somebody that's looking to, to come in and make a difference. Um, you know, we really, truly care about the whole individual. Um, you know, we're coaches, uh, first and foremost, so we definitely wear our coaches hat and want everybody to swim faster, but we're so fortunate that we have the facility, we have the, the, the support to really grow. And I think we, we put that focus on our team and it's grow every year, whether it be grow in the water, grow personally. Um, you know, it's just so much more than about your time on the board. And for swimmers, when you've been swimming for a long time, that's what you're focused on. And, and I love college when you get there because it's so much more than that. You know, your time matters, but it matters more so you beat that girl next to you that's in a different color cap. And so it's that kind of environment that makes it fun. And I think that's for swimming when you're swimming from the age of 5 to 18 and you're just kind of, you get burnt out. You hear a lot of kids getting burnt out. And so we love to have girls come in and find that new energy and, and just grow. And it's the best part about my job is watching freshmen become sophomores and juniors and seniors and go off into the world and um, it's such a cool thing to be a part of and so that's where you know we we sell that you know but it's also the truth like that's what we want and we just care greatly about everybody that that comes through our program amy thanks so much for the time thank you appreciate it yeah, appreciate she's it. amy burgess i'm trey shap we'll be back with another podcast soon stay tuned big talk on little rock thanks for listening to big talk on little rock with trey shap this was a presentation of Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics. <laughs>